Happy Friday, everyone. It's Graham, and today we're going into the archives to bring you one of the most popular clips ever on our YouTube channel. This week, Bob Costas. What you're about to listen to is trending this week on our Facebook page. Hope you enjoy. Tell about being John Madden's audition partner. 1979, uh, I'm 27 years old, look like I'm about 15, and I was doing regional games for CBS. And I'm thinking, boy, could I possibly be any luckier? So John Madden has just quit coaching, and it's not at all clear to him or to CBS that he's gonna become John Madden, the broadcaster and pop culture figure. But they thought he might have a future in it. So they wanna do an audition game. And my job is just to provide the framework of a broadcast, to give the nuts and bolts of play-by-play. -play. He did much better than he thought. He was very nervous, but you could tell right away that there was something unique about him that he brought to it. Um, he wasn't copying anybody else. He didn't know how to copy anyone else. He, he was sui generis to begin with, and then it only became amplified uh, through the years. You guys ever talk about that later in life? Yeah, yeah, and he, uh, he would always mention it with appreciation. Um, what I remember about it, among other things, is they did an opening on camera. I should have been sitting on his knee. He took up 75, 80% of the frame. What's the deal with you and Howard Cosell? Well, it's a multifaceted deal. I met him for the first time uh, at the World Series in Baltimore, the Phillies and the Orioles at the old Memorial Stadium in 1983. He's wearing that hideous mustard yellow ABC blazer. He's brandishing a cigar about the size of a Louisville slugger. And I say, Mr. Cosell, my name is Bob Costas. It's a pleasure to meet you. And he goes, I know who you are. You're the child who rhapsodizes about the infield fly rule. I'm sure you'll have a fine career. And he flicked the cigar ash and walked back into the booth. And my first thought is, this is the biggest schmuck I have ever encountered. But then in the next instant, I'm thinking, no, 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 this is great. I got the full Howard Cosell treatment. And here we are, I got a story I'm telling some 40 years later. Now, subsequently, I wouldn't say we became close friends, but we were acquainted. And I worked up the gumption to challenge him on a few occasions. I said, you know, Howard, you should be to all of us in sports broadcasting what Walter Cronkite is to young newscasters. You should be the emeritus guy. You should be the guy we turn to. But because you can't be comfortable with all you've achieved and you have so much resentment of others, you've alienated many of us. And I want to be, if not your friend, I want you to understand, even though we're different, how much I admire the best of what you did. And he paused for a second, he goes, we were on the phone. Maybe you're right, kid. Maybe you're right. All right. We'll talk again soon. But we never did, and he died shortly after that. What was your reaction to that when you got off the phone? I said what I wanted to say. It wasn't antagonistic. It was actually, if he thought about it properly, appreciative. Yeah. Um, and and I, was, I was always amused by Howard, because he was simultaneously a cartoon character, the character of Howard Cosell, but he was also a very consequential figure. He resented. Al Michaels, he resented me and others that he couldn't easily dismiss as lightweights because he wanted preeminence. And in a way, he had preeminence. He had a broad, broad fame. Famously, 
when TV Guide really mattered, there was a TV Guide poll, and he won both favorite and least favorite sports broadcaster in the same poll. ABC's late Jim McKay, who's yeah. about as accomplished a broadcaster as exists, mm -hmm. uh, going into your first Olympics, uh, he gave this kind of glowing review. He talked about how you change course quickly, know so many different sports, nice sense of the story, an excellent interviewer, uh, brings that sophistication to the viewer. And then he concluded by saying, I'm sorry, I won't be in Barcelona to do the Olympics, but if I have to watch anybody, I'm glad it's Bob Costas. What did that mean to you then? It meant a tremendous amount. He was not only <clears throat> the gold standard for what he did, he was a genuinely decent and gracious man. Um, I'd like to think there was some truth in the quote you just read, but a lot of it was him just being a good guy, being gracious, trying to encourage me. Um, that was my first Olympics as the primetime host in Barcelona, and luckily it went extremely well in a number of aspects, and it was a turning point in my career. What about him did you most admire? I admired his combination of professional skill and humanity. He could be the finest of journalists, witness what he did in Munich, and the classic quote, everyone remembers, they're all gone. But prior to that, he said, you know, my father always used to say, our fondest hopes and our greatest fears are seldom realized. Well, tonight, our greatest fears have been realized. That's, that comes from a place of a life that's richer than just sports. That comes from having lived an interesting life, from having read, from having had experiences that you can bring to bear when appropriate, even if you're broadcasting a sports event. He could simultaneously be that and also summon, not in a false way, but in a, an authentic way, the enthusiasm and joy and wonder of a child. To what extent do you think his handling of Munich influenced you? Well, I think anyone who sat in that chair would be aware that you need to not just know who this pole vaulter or cross-country skier is. You need to know, does this country have a president or a prime minister? Who's the head of security? Who's the head of the police force? What's their equivalent of the FBI? What happens in an emergency? Who am I talking to? What do I need to know? You hope that this is information that you never have to use, but I prepared for it every time. And that's this week's fan favorite. To see more popular videos, go to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Graham Bensinger.